Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Russell Kane. This is Man Baggage. It's a space where we get boys together and force them to talk about the things we wish men would talk about, but they just won't, will they, girls? It's been a bit of a journey through lockdown. The numbers have been increasing. Have more men been tuning in? No, girls have. Our listenership has more than tripled with nosy yell who want to know what's going on in men's heads. Who'd have thought? When I entered the male mental health space to get men to talk about things that are important, it would be girls with their pervy ears at the keyhole wanting to know why men like their best friend's picture on Instagram or masturbate in a sock or wipe their dick on a curtain or punch a hole through the utility room wall. That was my weekend anyway. Oh, I don't know what my Uncle Darren gave me, but it was definitely cut. So it's it's good to be here. And normally we'd be in a studio, obviously, because some fucker ate a bat. We're, we're recording remotely. Um, so normally being in a studio, so the fact that we aren't means I only have one male mind to grill and look inside. And that male mind is Adam Rowe, accomplished stand-up comedian from the Republic of Scousland. Uh, absolutely smashing it at the moment. He, of course, has his own amazing, very successful uh, Have A Word podcast, um, as well as being an accomplished stand-up. And you're seeing cropping up on telly and radio and all the other horrorish stuff I do with the DNA of every channel dripping out of him. Adam. Welcome. What time is it in Liverpool? <laughs> it's it's before my waking time is what it is. <laughs> we normally record in this place at like one o'clock in the afternoon for have a wear, but today I'm here at ten to, to speak to you. But I'm, it's a pleasure to be here as always. How are you? I'm good, mate. And we couldn't slap our man baggage on the table and look inside that sack without the help of a female auditor because men, not on purpose, girls, but we do drift out of ignorance into assumptions about what women... Well, you know what women are like. You know what women want. You know how blah, blah, blah women are. So we need a strong female, you know, big vulva energy, as I like to call her, Charlotte Crosby in the house. How are you doing? Good to see you, babe. Oh, I'm all over the place. I don't know what and the lot, hell's going on right now. Well, last time I saw you, it got crazy, and I roasted you with another comic while other people looked on. <laughs> 
I gave you a right spit roasting, didn't I, in Portugal? Can I have some context on this, please? <laughs> no, she's Charlotte. Charlotte had me on her podcast, and th- th- it was a me and an Australian comment, and we just had to roast her solidly for two minutes, and she took it well. It was very uncomfortable for me. I'm not, that's not my type of humour normally. But <laughs> I, 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 I'm, no, I'm sort of gently mocking with voices rather than going, you've got a massive fanny, which is basically what happened for two minutes. And that, <laughs> that, that, that is what happened for two minutes. It, t- it turned out that's a superpower because you can, obviously if you can fit more in, is a skill there. So anyway, talking about superpowers uh, and competing with each other, like me and this Australian comic world, we're talking about competition today. This is a very gendered issue. I'm not saying men are more competitive than women. I'm just saying men and women think about competition in very different ways and have strong opinions about it as we're about to prove. So before we even go into the depths here, let's start in the shallows by asking Adam Rowe, are men more competitive than women? We are not looking for your uh, DNA uh, sociological answer. We're looking for your personal experience answer. Uh, so I'm pleased to say I'm joined by the one, the only, it's Chris Hughes, Love Island heartthrob, naked in a tub of nuts, male cancer campaigner, star of ITV2's Apocalypse, <laughs> wow. Uh, he's also done, had a couple of his own series with his mate knocking about doing silly stuff. Uh, Chris, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. No, Russell, good to be here. Yeah, I've still got goat porn on my, on my mind. Oh, no, I know. I shouldn't have sent that one to you earlier. I know, no, I know. It's, it's kind of relatable because the thing that goes on in boys' WhatsApp groups is mental. But yeah, I'm good. I'm you have good. to hunt for it. And uh, so, how these shows work? We have blokes go, well, you know, this is this because women think like this. And more than often than not, drifting accidentally into sexist generalizations that women aren't there to go. Well, actually, you're talking bollocks, which is why I always have a female auditor to help steer the discussion. And what a female auditor I have today is the force of nature that is Scarlet Moffat all over our screens, living in the pixels. She's on podcasts, she's on the radio, she's on the telly. Of course, about a billion years ago, it feels like now, you started on a goggle box. We've seen you with Ant and Deck. We've seen you all over the shop. Phenomenally successful individual. Also in Apocalypse Wow. Scarlett, welcome. Hi, thank you for that introduction. That was lovely. I too am still thinking about goat porn. Oh yeah, goat <laughs> porn. Everything in a Jordan, nothing in that accent is threatening, is it? I've got a bit of goat porn. This is why we have like loads of call centers up north because if anyone's ever trying to like cancel the phone contract or anything, just have this accent. You're like, oh no, don't leave, man. We'll miss you. You're like, all right then. I'll stay. I'll stay on the contract. (laughs) And that is that is actually the truth. Did you know that there are more call centers up north because the accents do better when they're trying to get people to sign up for stuff? The northeast. Yes, Northeast and Glaswegian are the two most trusted accents in the whole United Kingdom. Yeah, you wouldn't mind giving your bank details to me. I sound trusty. (laughs) What's your sort of Uh, putting your account number? Fine. Exactly. Done. (laughs) Whereas if you've got my accent, I'm from Essex, you know, you feel like a a tray of dodgy bargains is about to be wheeled out (laughs) for you to pick from. I am. Like, I'm very, very, very competitive with literally everything, including, like, traffic lights like i'm gonna beat the guy in the next lane for traffic. like i'm i'm compa- I, I race people in the streets who don't even know we're racing do you know what i mean like i'm i'm a competitive person but <laughs> there's no way that men are more competitive as a as a gender or sex than than women are like a group of men can go out together and it's not the competition to see who's the best dressed or anything like that a group yeah. of 
friends of girls who've been best friends since they were eight, who are now in their 40s, are still competing to be the most attractive on the night out. Know, 35 years later, men have got shirts on that have got stains on. It's the same shirt they wore the last time. They might ring the mate and go, are we both going to wear the same shirt? Because they don't care. Women are well with each other. Women are more competitive, in my experience. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so because I'm definitely not competitive with my friends. Like, who's going to look the best tonight? But I do think you're right in what you say. We're probably competitive with other girls on the night out. Oh, is this uh, a fucking joke? Well, someone's disagreeing with you. Hold on, we got we got some expert calling in. Hello, am I competitive in that? Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. How are you? So just Please leave this Charlotte in. Crosby has taken a phone call live during the recording. Oh, right, yes. Um, can you just call me back? It's about. Is, is it about the flap shortening procedure? Yeah, okay. Thank you, thank you. Bye, bye, If you could just take six inches off my right flap. Right, are we... So... <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, six really sorry. That... Inches. I'm in, I'm in the government-run hotel in Australia. I only just got here about four hours ago. And today's man is Vernon Kay. Welcome. Thank you, Russell. That was quite a build-up. I'm, I'm glad you changed it from, from boy to man. I appreciate that because whenever someone says, oh, I'm going to the boys' room, I always refer to that scene in Goonies where they're underground in the caves and they say to each other, oh, I'm just going to go to the little boys' room. And then everyone goes in that direction and then changes direction. And then the kid says, where are you going? And they all go, I'm going to the man's room. <laughs> You know why, though? It's because I've been in that game show environment with you and whoever's left, it's always, it's, it's the boys' team now, even if it's two 60-year-old men, it's the boys' turn. Um, but yeah, welcome. And uh, so if we do have a female order today. We have Oti Mabusi is going to be keeping us in line. Normally would be twirling on a dance floor, but also twirling opinions on Channel 4 on Packed Lunch. She's all over the shop lately. Oti, how are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? What did you say someone ate in China? A pangolin marinara. A pangolin marinara. I've never heard that before. Yeah, well, they reckon that COVID is part bat, part pangolin. So someone double stacked two patties there. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I would have gone for. I would have gone for spinach as a side order. But the crispy shell really does. I wonder what sauce they use. Yeah, I don't know. Secrecy. Ketchup. Um, so uh, what I want to talk today is about feedback and criticism. Now this, well, it affects anyone, but for the professions we're in, it's a serious business. Now, the, my two guests today will be at the front end of receiving criticism, just like I am. I mean, if you want to try criticism for a week, anyone listening, just try stand up. You can enjoy analog. It's one of the few professions where you can still enjoy analog trolling from a large gathering of people. There's not many where a thousand people can be shouting, wanker, get off stage, Nick Grimshaw. I'm not Nick Grimshaw. Too late. The bottle of piss had hit me. <laughs> After a decade of stand-up, my skin is so thick, it's like someone dipped a lizard in concrete. Seriously. Um, but, you know, criticism is important. You can't improve as a stand-up without it. You need that feedback loop. You, know, you need to know where to draw the line when people are being too critical, when to not take it on board. All of those things. Um, OT, of course, is li- used to literally standing there. Why three or four bellends give it the big end? Sorry, I changed it to three because one of them sometimes your sister. Why three bellends <laughs> plus your sister give you feedback? Normally in technical language that the average viewer can't understand, Shirley Ballas, I'd like to see a one, two, three, four, come through the hip, tell the story with the spine. If you don't tell the story with the spine, we can't five, six, seven, eight, through the foot. Don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> As for Vernon, he will be in the white heat 
I myself, whenever I've done a brand new show or dared to try anything new on telly, particularly if you're trying to do it on a BBC One or an ITV One, God help you. The internet only wants to tell you what's wrong with it, how it's rubbish, how it won't work. So we are that we're basically skeletons in the larval wall of criticism here. But I want to get straight to it, guys. This is a show about men to help understand men's brains. And I want to know, Vernon, if you think men are better or worse at receiving feedback and criticism. 
Oh, it'd be hilarious. What a boy you're. He's got yeah. to have stitches. Yeah. It, like, he's ripped his ass out <laughs> much. It's that huge. But if I said that, oh, that's, that's disgusting, Scarlett. Singing, singing the Titanic music. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Oti, what do you think? Are, do you think men are worse at receiving criticism? I mean, I'm trying to think back to the last time my wife was actually wrong. It hasn't happened yet in our marriage. So I would suggest that Lindsay slightly... <laughs> a slightly <laughs> I don't even get to the end of my critical sentence before I'm picking my teeth up off the floor normally. But uh, do you think... But Vern's got a point though, hasn't he? I mean, the stats, we know that's the truth, that men... That men don't go on about it. But um, when it comes to negative feedback, this has been researched and women internalise negative feedback more. So men might not, it might well be true what you said, Vernon, that men don't voice that it hurt. But going over to the medium term, women take it on board more. Researchers conducted a study and found that when an outcome was bad, women were more pessimistic. They blamed themselves. (laughs) Hold on. See, Vernon's trying to get a new format started halfway through the show. Sorry. He can't help himself. Sorry. That, show I'm actually in quarantine. Your this. talent. Your show talent. Talent. <laughs> anyway, so Charlotte, you were telling us that you, you don't compete with your friends, but you might compete with others. So if there's like three, three private tables in VIP areas with three packs of girls all dancing around the table, Drake walks in the club, it's on. I think that's the case. I think I think women are put, pitted against each other every day, not only just in the media, that it's just ingrained in our brain that we're always going to get compared to we always need to try and be the best. Right. And would, are you a competitive person? Oh, fuck me. I am so competitive, right? I think I'm more competitive than you, Adam. You reckon? Should we have a competition to see who's the most competitive? <laughs> So, so how far do you take it? You can't play Monopoly and stuff like that without kicking off. Oh, look, horrendous, horrendous. One time on holiday with me, mum and dad, when I was 12, right, I just learned how to play chess and I lost. So I smashed the whole table over the balcony. <laughs> yeah, but there's a difference Adam. between being competitive and being a bad loser. Like, I'm, I'm very competitive, but if I lose, then fair enough. Do you know what I mean? But can, hang on, but as is that possible? As long as I lose properly. Is it possible to be super competitive without hurting a little bit when you lose? Come on, it's gonna. If you are really competitive, you, you, if we're all gonna run hundred meters now, which I don't think people would know who to fucking bet on. Looking at the three of us, but no, anyway, I, no, I would I'd, win. I, I, had, I had a number one best-selling fitness DVD. You're going down. I, like hit hit workouts are my thing. <laughs> I would outrun you five times. What if I left a quite bright coloured dildo at the fifty meter mark? That would distract you. <laughs> I was winning and I had to stop and have a fucking squirt in that. <laughs> yeah. So, Oti, what do you think? Come on. Now, obviously, as a dancer, we know you can take feedback. You sit there, you smile, every, stand there and smile no matter how bad it is every week. Bank that. But what's it like in your real life? I think it's about respect. Um, the person that you're, who's giving you the criticism, whether you know them, whether you respect them, and whether their opinions actually matter. You know, um, there was a saying, they say, well, if they don't pay your bills, don't pay them no mind. So you kind of just ignore them, that these people who are giving you criticism, you have to really take it in. I, I'm really weird like that because I actually read the comments um, but I take the ones that I feel like help me 
grow so if they go oh maybe oh, i don't like that she's wearing red lipstick i'm like yeah i like it but sometimes they might not like it and i'll change it so i use the criticism whichever way it's coming to me um to get better but for men there's this thing i do when i do strictly the first question i always ask them is do you have a problem being told what to do by a woman that, that's it. And a woman who's not your mm. wife or your sister or your yeah. mom. If be- they get aroused during that question, <laughs> you know, it's No. No, because... <laughs> oh, tell me what to do, Commander. I've been, I've been, re- I've been really bad. That no. Like- because- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I did... I, I don't know if many girls realise this, but um, I'm sure Scarlett, where you sound like, you got, did you grow up in a, like with brothers or something or with a lot of blokes in the house? Because no, just got, like, got... I used to like do a lot of things with my dad, like we'd go to football or we'd do metal right. detecting and stuff. So I'm quite like a laddie, <laughs> laddie girl. Because <laughs> as far as I know, I don't know any girls that we, we started with poo. So let's stick there. Yeah. I don't know any girls that would do that and then invite other girls in for a laughing point. I've got yeah. fucking Tracy getting here. Tracy, it's too good to waste. Whereas <laughs> there, if you're out with the lads, it's really hard not to invite in to show off. Or at least like my, my friend, I mean, I'm well past the age where I should be doing this. Regular WhatsApp turds appear on the group. Look at the size of that. It's regular. <laughs> now, is Chris, is there just something different between men and women? Is it like is it like Scarlett says we're socialized different? Or are yeah. men just made, made worse? I think I think the percentage of women are just cleaner naturally. I think I think it's men. So naturally, like all, naturally, yeah, naturally. I think as men, there's always somebody in there in the in the WhatsApp group which will send a picture of his shit into the group. <laughs> it will be. It will, it will look. But it, it will, I've got one. I've got a friend, and, and you know when definitely. it pops up. But you know when you get like the notification on your home screen, it pops up and it says photo, thingy, thingy, sent a photo into this group. You kind of don't want to open it, but you do no. want to open it because could, it could be anything. Uh, but if a girl, if a kind of girl's WhatsApp group was full of the kind of stuff that goes on in a bloke's WhatsApp group, I'd be, I'd be, I would be concerned. Because <laughs> but we... do you think that's, but do you think that's because it's what girls are taught or do you think blokes are naturally more scatological? I just think the male, I think the... I think the male mentality around things, what, what is quite disturbing, is, is just on another level to women. I think when women eat, if, if a girl was to go through our WhatsApp, I think they'd be mortified. And that's um, what I'm speaking for men up and down the country. I don't, I, if you've got a WhatsApp group, 95% of them, if, you, if it's a bloke's WhatsApp group or your, your sports mates or your football team, like it's got some horrendous stuff in it. Let's yeah, honest. yeah. The best caption I've ever seen is, I've just laid a cable so big, I'm receiving Virgin Media in the toilet. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> That's uh, a good one. But do you, so what would you say would, would be, uh, we'll stay just with a definition quite narrow for now. So we're talking like toenail, picking, yeah. spitting, just like, you know, the bad physical habits. What were unattractive habits in women then, Chris? What would you say is the, the habits that lots of females have? But that are a lot. Fuck's sake! I can't believe you do that. What are they? Well, what I what I find the, one of the most fascinating things. It's obviously a habit. It's something which obviously women are desperate to do. But you know, when you first start dating someone, you you can determine how your relationship is going in terms of comfortability when they start fighting, don't you? Hold up. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 